O sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvellous things. His right hand and his holy arm have gained him victory. The Lord has made known his victory. He has revealed his vindication in the sight of nations. He has remembered his steadfast love and faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the victory of our Lord. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth in joyous song and sing praises. Sing praises to the Lord with the lyre, with the lyre and the sound of melody, with trumpets and the sound of horn. Make a joyful noise before the King, the Lord. Let the sea roar and all that fills it, the world and those who live in it. Let the floods clap their hands, let the hills sing together for joy at the presence of the Lord, for he is coming to judge the earth. He will judge the earth with righteousness and the people with equity. The second reading is from Luke, chapter 2, verses 1 to 12. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged, and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in bands of cloth, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I'm bringing you good news, a great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Saviour, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's pray together. Joy to the world, the Lord has come. Lord God, show us what joy will look like wherever we are in life and whatever throws life throws at us today. May we know your joy in all that we do. For we ask in your mighty name. Amen. Well, may I add my congratulations for making it out this evening through the treacherous weather. It does look pretty, but um, it's certainly hard work as, as a sort of person with um, injuries at the moment, who slightly worries about going out at the moment, um, it's nice to look at, isn't it? But it's, it's hard work to go out in. But it's, it's suitably Christmassy, isn't it? It's wonderful to see the, the tree 
Uh, lots of people have told me about the tree and it really is quite, quite a sight to behold. Um, I love the caroling as well, to sing that sweet bells. I'm new to Sheffield, so I'm sort of new to the Sheffield carol scene. Um, people who've lived in Sheffield longer than I will, will know the local tradition. It's lovely to, to be steeped in a local carol tradition. So how are you feeling about Christmas this year? Who's got their tree done? About half of us. That's fine, that's fine. How's, how's the Christmas shopping doing? Because this is a challenge. Postal strikes, bad weather, hard enough to get into town. This, I'm not going to do hands. I'm, I'm not going to you know, make you sort of feel, um, feel the fear. I know that it, it induces fear, doesn't it? Um, um, how hard it feels um, getting through December sometimes. When it comes to Christmas, what are the elements for you in Christmas that make you say, it wouldn't be Christmas without dot, dot, dot. It wouldn't be Christmas without family round the table, without turkey or other food, without an argument around the table, Maybe about the turkey, maybe about something more irrelevant than even the turkey. But fill it in for yourself. What for you is the answer to it wouldn't be Christmas without? A few days ago I went to see Clifford All Saints, one of their carol service. And for me I love going to these services, it's a real privilege of the job. Whether these Christmas services, plays, performances... In one way, I could answer, it wouldn't be Christmas without, with the answer, it wouldn't be Christmas without seeing Christmas through the eyes of children. It's wonderful to see, isn't it, that that awe and that wonder that they see, that excitement and that intrigue gets me every time. And when you go along to these children's services, not just Clifford, but all over the world, the world over, what do you see? What are children amazed by? They are amazed that a baby has been born. Yes, that is quite amazing, but actually, in some way, you know, they're probably amazed by it because they've seen their baby brother or baby sister, and they were amazed by them maybe for about five minutes, and then after that, quite annoyed by them. But the ideas of babies do intrigue young children. And then the Bethlehem story catches their imagination as well. A baby born in a stable. The play always puts them next to a donkey. Occasionally some less canonical animals as well. More commonly now penguins, I even saw a jellyfish at one point. And yes, not any old baby either. This one got a star over their birth. That's pretty unusual, isn't it? Doesn't happen for many of us unless we were maybe born in December 1997 um, with Hale Bob or in 1986 with Haley's Comet. But none of them stopped over the point that they were probably 
born. But I think we end up parking this story from the Bible, this moment, as a historical oddity, as a tale for the ages, yes, to retell through children's eyes, but as childhood passes in front of our eyes and we pass into the cares of the world, we file it away. In the video we heard, I I loved the fact that the guy had been taught this simple scale by his mum. A simple scale played the other way with some random pauses put in. I never liked to play the piano anyway. But somehow this was supposed to be the good news. Somehow hard to grasp, somehow difficult to understand. It was a nice way, I think, of telling that story that maybe we're told something in the distant past, but only now, in our current moment, it might have a special resonance that it didn't have for us a long time ago when we were first told it. The scale is like the Christmas story. It's told to kids, but they understand it on one level. A nice set of things that happened, but then what? Beyond it happened all those 2,000 years ago, what do you do with that information? In the video, he comes back to it years later, long after his mum has passed away. He goes back to that old scale that she told him. He remembers where the pauses are. And then sudden, with sudden dramatic effect, you play the pauses and you see what the story was about all along. This is the thing about the Christmas story. Children's Christmas stories, where they're amazed by the birth of a baby, that's like the first half of the story. That's like the scale without the pauses. It maybe amuses us when we're four or five, but what is the full relevance for us? It's no wonder that he walked away and didn't get it till he came back to it. Centuries before Jesus was born, God promised to send his son. This didn't come out of nowhere The joy was promised. That joy would be possible in the future. That God would come amongst them. I think we get so familiar with the Christmas story. Oh yeah, God said that he would send his son. And he did. But that was a ridiculous offer, right? And it's even harder for him to have pulled it off. And who is that God we meet as well? He's not a mighty ruler. He's not a military leader. He's not an authoritarian tyrant. God is none of those things when we meet him in Jesus. Born a baby who would grow up to be meek and self-surrendering, self-sacrificial for all. And someone who all he wanted to do was to draw us closer to God. Joy to the world, the Lord 
has come. This Christmas, in all of the busyness, in all of the things that we have to do, in all of the things it wouldn't be Christmas without, we can include the joy of Christmas at the core of our celebrations. A joy that goes beyond that childhood wonder, not just less than it. I like recapturing that childhood wonder because it somehow feels like children have the best Christmases and we sort of have less than it. But really, we should have way more than them, even more wonder than them. They should be, you know, the childhood pattern that we are inspired by. We can appreciate that historical moment that the Lord has come. It's this that should blow our minds and make us question everything, every Christmas time. Because if it's true, it's much more than a baby being born with some donkeys, an occasional penguin and jellyfish. If for you, you're working this out and you want to think about it, if you're still working out what you're thinking, we're going to be running... um, Uh, a set of weeks in the new year called Alpha. Uh, This is about 10 weeks. We're going to have dinner together. We'll listen to a short talk. We'll chat together. What do we think about life? What What do we think for us is what is important in life? What does faith mean for us? Not about having the right answers, working it out for ourselves. C.S. Lewis, who wrote the Chronicles of Narnia, said this about faith. Christianity, if false, is of no importance. And if true, is of infinite importance. And the only thing it can't be is moderately important. So why not spend a few evenings um, over the next few months an hour plus dinner or hour plus coffee and cakes, working out what you think about life's big questions. It's not about right answers, it's about what you think. Working out what that story means for you, that historical moment. What does the scale mean when all of the pauses are put in the right place? So this Christmas... When you're working it out, what could you do not do without this Christmas? Is it worth having a thought through what you think about this? Thinking through beyond that childhood wonder and instead of losing it, thinking about the addition of the pauses what that could mean for your life and could it have infinite importance. Let's pray. Lord God, thank you for the joy at Christmas. Thank you for what it can mean for us. We pray that you'd be speaking to us, that you'd be with us in all that we do, in all of the busyness, that we would know your blessing, your comfort and your safety. We ask this in Jesus' name.
Amen.